we're recording what is our intro yeah (laughs) 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 i can steal dion's what up what up what up (laughs) he does a podcast no but every time he answers the phone he's like what up what up what up if it's something like if it's his family member if they care about him i'm weak and he's like what up we're not gonna do that so well welcome back guys <laughs> That's that that Jamaica residue right there. Fuck. Niggas in Columbus is not happy. Like, I'm just excited to see my friends. I, I don't get to hang out with y'all enough, and I don't like that. Oh, it's okay. We're gonna do better. We still have to do a birthday uh brunch for you. I know that shit was just annoying. I really wanted to go to dinner with everybody. Oh no, I did. But, you know, yeah. I looked up and I was like, oh, shit, it's the 10th. And for some reason, I had my mind that your dinner was on the 11th. And I was like, I looked at the text and I was like, fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> I know somebody texted me was like, did I miss your dinner? And I was like, girl, no. <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't? Oh, oh. shit. Okay. Because, remember, it was supposed to be Wednesday. But because I missed my flight going to Jamaica, um, I extended my trip an extra day. And the 10th is my mom's birthday. And I had um, planned a dinner for her. Got you. So it was like, yeah. Then I wanted to do Friday, but some people couldn't make it. So I'm like, I give up. Yeah. I gave up. And a restaurant was being a bitch about how many people I could have. As if they didn't just lift everything fucking 10 days ago. Exactly. But I was like, okay, whatever. Yes. Excuse how I sound. I have a sinus infection. So y'all don't think I got COVID in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So shout outs. Eternal light candle. Who put that on there? I did. You this did? is a black owned candle company. So I wanted it's to cute. Yeah, I wanted to shout them out. Um, because they have they're vegan friendly specialty candles, which is nice. I have a lot of vegan people in my life. Um, but they're black owned, so they like they do like specialized candy, like um or I said candy, specialized candles that look like candy and like cereal and smell like it too so goals yeah shout out to them eternal light candle on instagram so tell them take control podcast sent y'all that's dope yeah Yeah. they're super cute like the little caramel popcorn one like looks like caramel popcorn it's really really cute cute, so check them out check them out check them out okay that was annoying sorry (laughs) um any other shout outs none for me shout out you dario because it was just your birthday thank you shout out you for more life in this beach grandma 31 is stressful it's a blessing my bones be cracking girl it happened to me when i was 14 (laughs) and it's still happening that's a blessing yeah Um, i want to shout out um my mans for just being great because I'm really emotional with, like, my life. There's so many changes happening, and I just can't get my shit together. And he's just super supportive. Y'all so. are so cute. I don't want to talk about That's it. what I said. I came out, so I was like, y'all just inseparable and shit. <laughs> or Brandy was like, you don't even drive your own car. And I was like, no, it's just because we come from the gym, and I'm not going to go all the way home because the gym is, like, five minutes from you. Oh. So I don't want to go all the way back to my house, get my car, and then... You know, that's why I asked if he was home because I was out this way dropping MJ off. Oh, I didn't want to, yeah, but I was going back home anyway. Um, and packed my bags for Friday. Okay, well, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast, our Twitter is Take Control Pod, and email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. All right, so this first 
um, letter says, hello, I am writing you out of concern for an incident that we had in class today with Mariah. During our free time, Mariah was walking around the classroom yelling, I have black girl magic to her white female classmates. While we want Mariah to feel empowered, this made some of the other girls cry. I hope you would be willing to speak with her about this. How do y'all feel about that? Um, I don't like it. Because why? what's the problem in walking around and expressing your your love for yourself at that young of an age when people get bullied at that age for being who they are? Mm-hmm. Like, I, got, I don't even remember saying, I think I talked about this before, I don't remember saying this to my grandma, but, which is my dad's mom, which she's, so she's white. Mm-hmm. When I was five or six years old, she said she looked at me and I asked her if she was okay with having a grandkid like me because somebody in school made me feel bad for my skin my hair like my mom coming in and dropping me off like why is your mom black why does your hair look like that why are you dark like Mm -hmm. oh and i'm light-skinned and they're bullying me for this so i just felt for my black brothers and sisters that like get get it worse than i do so for me i'm like i encourage that i was a daycare teacher and i had this african girl come in i'll never forget her name her name was michelle she was Ghanaian. Mm-hmm. she was seven years old and there was this little white girl named kennedy that was seven and she called uh michelle her slave and i said <gasps> i heard it for, like out the corner of my ear and i said what i said why is she the slave i said how about this i said how about michelle gets to be the queen and you're her slave and she just kind of looked at me. Well, she, I shouldn't have said that. Don't listen to that as like a daycare professional. But I was like, why wouldn't the roles be switched? I said, why does it? Why does she have to be the slave? Yeah. And she kind of just looked at me because she didn't have an answer. She's kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, you're right. What the fuck? So I was like, how about this? Michelle gets to tell all of y'all what the hell to do. And y'all got to do it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay. I'm like, don't ever tell somebody what they are or are not. Like, you don't get to dictate what people got going on. So I disagree with it. I think she should be allowed to speak on her blackness. And if it's beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, because if a white person came in bragging about how many restaurants their parents own, which one of my students did, nobody says anything. Mm-hmm. Y'all brag about y'all's wealth. But when we brag about our skin, our hair, what we got going on, you're being obnoxious. You're loud. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Why would that be a problem? She didn't bully anybody. Like, it's not like she went to the white girl and was like, your skin is spacey and you stop. Like she was just happy to be herself. Yeah. yeah. And you're in trouble for that. Kiss my ass. I agree. Way. I guess my question was like, if a kid was bullying her, would y'all have sent the same letter saying like, Hey, we've been having this issue in class with another kid bullying your child or your child is bullying somebody or mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. I agree. Um, I have nothing to add. (laughs) All I gotta say is fuck these hoes past week. I'm just playing. Okay, so what does it mean when a female tells a man that he's the perfect size? (laughs) (laughs) What does it mean? I feel like... Okay, so... Me and my friend had this, like, childish explanation when we were kids. Um, Not childish, because we didn't know we were virgins. Mm -hmm. And kids is dramatic. We were like... 17 it's fine judge me um but we were virgins so we didn't know but we were sitting there thinking like we were just hearing people be like well he's so big or he's so small and like comparing like and she was kind of like well i feel like when i do have sex like i would be comfortable with like if the guy like fit me perfectly i'd be okay she was Mm -hmm. like i don't care about too big or too small as long as he fits me comfortably and i'm comfortable when you have sex it's not uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. i'm happy and all this type of stuff and i was like hmm that's an interesting concept at 17 and and now in my adulthood (laughs) 
I would say I still agree to that to an extent, to be honest, because I do personally, I do feel like there's so big, it's unfucking comfortable Mm -hmm. and I hate it. Mm -hmm. And then there is some point where like, it's too small and you're just like, are we done? (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I think being too big or too small is a real thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, 100%. So yeah, I don't think the (laughs) <laughs> I seen that meme and it was like she really wanted to tell you that your dick is small, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what the perfect size. Means. Yeah, I think the perfect size is just the perfect size, but I do think that there is a such thing as too small, mm-hmm. um, and and too big. My question is though. Do men know when they're too small or too big? <laughs> because I don't think so. The reason why I that's say that is question. because I'm not. <laughs> I won't say no names or anything like that, but like you see certain guys that you may have had sex with or your friends have talked about post certain things. And it's like, nigga, I know your dick is small. So, or, you know, whatever. Um, So I wonder if guys know like what's an average size or what's, you know, considered too big. But I remember we had a conversation on a previous episode Mm -hmm. and this was like one of the beginning episodes and some people were saying like the average size is like the size of an iPhone, but that's Not small to me. I got a mini. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. like, <laughs> that's small to me. So let right. me see the size of y'all. Size. Yeah, like this is small to me. Me too. Like yeah. and so that's when you said that I'm like, <laughs> like I had to put my shit but down. But some like, men like when they're soft, it looks. Yeah, some people Small, are growers and but when not they, showers. When they're hard, it's like woo. <laughs> <laughs> woo. Okay, Migos, that's our new intro. <laughs> that's the name of this show. That's going to be the name. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, I, I do think that the perfect size is like, You're it's average. a good fit for me. Yeah. I feel like a good perfect size is average. Like, it's subjective. Yeah. yeah. It's for everybody. Everybody's vagina is different. Right. No, but facts. <laughs> True. Like, facts. That's why I said it's subjective because yeah. some women like long. Some women like more girthy. Yeah. It's just... Yes, no subjective. Like yeah. their dead ass is. Oh, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Their dead ass is no standard though. Like you said, everybody's vagina is different. It just really is about like yeah, what fits your body. But I don't agree that saying the perfect size when you're too small. I don't agree with that. Yeah, no, know? it's not a negative thing to me. So, <laughs> all right. So does having raw sex mean that you're together? No. <laughs> No. Wait, it has a link. Oh, wow. Oh, it says, after you have raw sex with someone, that means y'all go together, right? No. Mm-mm. Nope. Somebody brought this up. I want to say, uh, I think it was Maya. I think Maya said something like, ew. Sorry. <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> um, I think Maya said this two or three weeks ago. She was like, I just feel like when you have raw sex or something like that means that you guys are together. No. And I was like, no, it doesn't. I said, y'all could be in the moment. Shit could just happen. Like you, this could be something you're casually sleeping with and y'all have always used a condom up until now. Like, cause y'all are drunk or whatever the case may be. But that doesn't mean that's your whole like person. And she was like, I don't know. I just feel like once you do that, like that's your, that's your, your boyfriend. I mean, in a lot of females minds. Yes. But niggas be raw, having raw sex with everybody. <laughs> Even bitches, they they don't know, they don't care about. So it's like, nah. I do think that raw sex like gives me entitlement to what's going on in your in your sex life because yeah, if I'm having sex with you raw and you having sex with other people, I kind of need to know that. Like, I I will beat your ass. Okay, (laughs) now I 100 percent agree with that point. If I need to know, like, 
if this is raw and you go on to fuck with somebody else, I'll play by my sexual health. You got to mm-hmm. get the hell on. Yeah. Like, I am not the fucking one. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily mean that we're in a relationship, but if we're fucking unprotected, this should be exclusive. Yes, I agree. The sex part is exclusive. I yeah. agree. Yes, 100%. But the thing about that is, is women be like, okay, I'm not going to sleep with nobody else. But niggas ain't living like that. Niggas no, they're not. not. They're, they're not. not. And there's some women who aren't. Let me, let me clear that <laughs> yeah, up. Because there are some women yeah. who are not. But... For me, if I'm having sex with somebody raw, you're the only person I'm sleeping with. Exactly. Period. Like, too. yeah. I think that just plays into that double standard bullshit, though. Like, men can have so many people that they mess with, but if a woman has the same amount, oh my god, you nasty, you this, you that, like, <laughs> bro, how is that fair? Like, but I'm the same exact way. Like, if if it's raw, bro, you better not be messing yeah. with six other people. You little nasty. Mm. Mm. That's a lot of work. Like I your dick gonna fall off. I just right. Girl, niggas are trash. And and a lot of men will I not get checked. Run that back. Or y'all be sad. Right. Um, but yeah, a lot of um a lot of men like don't get checked either as often as women do. They which don't. I think is disgusting. They go off of the woman, but mm-hmm. some of these women be dirty, so it's like you can't assume that everything is cool off based off of a woman. Right. Lord. Lord. Well, whatever. Okay, I don't have an answer for this next question, but it says define your ex as a store. <laughs> yeah, as a store. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I thought about this, and don't want to say because I feel like people go no, like who I'm reference. Does it have to be like your most recent or like period? I don't know. We're not going to answer that. Okay, well, I'm going to just talk about one. (laughs) And um, actually, I'm going to talk about two. I might talk about all three. Um, First one I'm going to say was like Burger King. You can have it your way. I know it's not really a store, but it's kind of a store because corporate. Um, Because he was great. He was great. You know, anything I wanted, you know, you can have it your way. Cool. Um, The second one I'm talking about was... Because it was the opposite. It was like, Nike, you know, just do it. Didn't matter what I wanted. It was all about that, nigga. Didn't matter what the hell I wanted. Fuck. And then the last one was like, Forever 21. Because you know when you go in that store and you're indecisive about what you want type shit. <laughs> so, you know, like you go in and you're like, I might want this top. But then again, that one over there has a cuter like section. But oh I'm really God. digging this one because it's like, I feel like I'd be comfortable here. So that's, um, yeah, that's my, my three, uh. <laughs> rankings y'all can figure out what order goes and what Mm-mm. you're welcome i'm done i gotta go yes oh, lord <laughs> <laughs> i don't know when you said the question and i really have no reason for this at all and this is not like shade towards him but the first thing that came to my mind was city trends I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with them he's not city trends but that's the first thing that came to my mind <laughs> fucking why yo i'm gonna beat you though city trends was that shit i ain't gonna beat you i don't know oh, oh wow I uh, yeah no i don't know i don't know i don't know either but the first thing that came to mind was walmart all <laughs> why <laughs> fucking why i don't know why? Because they got all the options and some shit. <laughs> I mean. Just like Forever 20 fucking 1. <laughs> Fuck. 
It's like kind of raggedy, kind of not. So, you know, <laughs> depending on where you go. Right. <laughs> All right. I saw this meme and it was like the perfect explanation for hot girl summer. It says hot girl summer in real life is just women going out with their girls, grabbing a drink or two, taking a few pics and coming home to their man. All lusty. Everyone wins. I thought that was perfect because I feel like guys, when they think women say hot girl summer, they think we want to go out and be a hoe. And that's really not what it is. We just want to have a good time. Yeah. I just want to enjoy, you know, the nice sunshine, the drinks, the brunches with your girls. Like. You just, go home to my man to be nasty. Yeah, period. Because so. like, like Brandy said, I'm not driving my own car. He gonna pick me up, and I'm gonna be walking out brunch, you know, following <laughs> and shit. And be like, come on, babe, I'll put you in the car. Okay, yeah, I can. But no, I want to be a hot girl while I'm doing that. Meaning, I want to look presentable and be cute and be attractive. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not so some nigga can come up to me, kick rocks, right. bitch. But because I want to be cute, you know, I want to get dressed up and go to brunch with my girls and just be cute and take photos and be a hot girl. I did that a few weeks ago. Yeah. I went out with my best friend. She was in town. And we got super drunk. <laughs> and she was keeping my car while she was in town. So I called my dude. And I'm like, I'm so fucked up. Pick me up. I want to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time. Anyways, moving on. Okay, so this topic is a little old. But I wanted to touch on it because I thought it was an important topic to talk about. So there was um, a situation where Queen Naja, um, her and her baby daddy was having drama because he was upset because he said he wasn't invited to their kids' school graduation. The oldest son? Yeah. Because she's still with the second son. Right. Okay. Her first son. And so um, she was just basically saying like her and her current boyfriend was basically saying how he's very disrespectful. So why would they invite him? And apparently he is on some type of restrictions to where he can't even travel. And there was a lot of comments of people saying like, she's not wrong. Like if you really want to care about what your child got going on, you could have contacted the school on your own. Like, why are you waiting for her to tell you something to be present? And I kind of agree because I feel like as a mom, I've had that issue before where like my son's dad would be like, well, you didn't tell me. But it's like, why do why I, do have, I to have to tell, tell you, you everything? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody has to tell me. I just, yeah, know. You just know. So it's like, if you care to be a part of things, you would take the initiative to see, like, what's going on? Where do I need to be? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, you would ask either you or ask, like, the school or, mm-hmm. you know, like, if you want, like, because you know how sometimes they'll send mail, like, when it's one household, they'll send mail to that house. Like, go to the school and just let them know, like, hey, we live in separate houses. Can you send both pieces of mail? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not even because y'all aren't on good terms, but just so y'all are both updated. To be completely honest, I don't even think men, men think that far no, into it. I, just to be completely honest, yeah. I don't think their minds work that way. But shit, get a fucking, like, do calendar invites. Do something. But if you genuinely yeah. care, like, you're going to see, like, if you want to be in some shit, want to be involved in some shit that your kid got going yeah. on, just ask. Like, I don't have kids, but I know, like, if I was the primary parent, like, I would at least make sure you know what's going on. Because, like I said, I don't think that men think that far. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say it once and I'm not saying it no more. Because, again, you know kids graduate from kindergarten and have graduations. They graduate from fifth grade. They have graduations. You know that if they go to camp, there's a certain level of responsibility that comes with that or certain things you got to attend. Like, that's just common well, we all went to school, too. Like, yeah, so you know what think I mean? about so, what you had to do as a child. Like, But I don't even think they're on good terms enough that yeah, she would want to tell him. Yeah. So it's just like, 
Do you feel like that's some pettiness on her side, though? Like, why does the kid, like, not get to have both of his parents? Because she doesn't want to mention, like, hey, by the way. I mean, if I feel like if my child's father was disrespectful towards me, I wouldn't want him around. Right, yeah. Dad or not. Yeah. So, I probably wouldn't tell him either. Right. Because yeah. whatever. Or I might mention it, either you come or you don't. Right, say it once, that's it. Yeah. P.S. So, Pull up a don't, shout it. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. all right this says men settle where they find peace not beauty i had to think about this one because Hmm. they were talking about this on the radio um and i feel like that's a lie somebody said they settled and cheat where they find beauty okay i was gonna say they (laughs) I think a lot of men will look for beauty per- first and then decide if they want to stay if it's peaceful. Like, I don't think they will, like, seek peace and then be like, but if she's beautiful, I love her. I think men are men are so visual that, like, the first thing that they they look at you because they're like, damn, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then you could be crazy. They don't know. You know what I'm saying? You could be, you know, fighting like MA fighter, you know, beating their asses up, you know. But I think, I mean, I'm not a man, obviously, so I guess men can speak on that or you know, DM us, we'll share your responses. But I feel like men, because they're so visual, look at beauty first. Yeah. And then once they get to know you, decide, does she bring me peace or do I hate her? I don't even pretend to think I even understand what niggas be thinking about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if I had to guess, I would say beauty is subjective. So I feel like a woman probably wrote this post. Mm. And it's like, was pretty to us probably is totally different yeah. to mm-hmm. them you know what i mean because like, i feel like i've seen some guys and it's be like oh she's not the cutest right. you know what i mean or oh she's super pretty i don't really know um i think it's a combination of both like i like you said i think it's the physical attraction that comes first but then somewhere along the line you might realize this person is a headache and you don't yeah. want to deal with that but then some people are attracted to what seems to be a headache and because yeah, that's what they know and they you know so yeah. Like I said, I don't know. A lot could go into this post. Like, a lot. Yeah, I don't understand men. So. I feel like a lot of people have told me, like, because I was raised, mainly raised by my dad, and then my brother was, like, my best friend because we were a year apart. A lot of people tell me that, like... <clears throat> sorry. A lot of people tell me that, like, I handle situations like a man... And I have a lot of male friends, so, like, I can ask their advice or, like, my brother or my dad. And that's the only reason I say that I feel men are visual, because I've seen it growing up. But that could just be them. That could, that's not every man, you know? Yeah. So. Mm, I feel like it is kind of, like, an overall man thing where they see a beautiful woman and they're like, oh, my God, I want her because she's so pretty. And it's just like. I feel like that's my problem because I really. Well, it's also because I grew up with a dad as a power lifter, so I do look for, like. I'm like, are you fine? Or, and then if you're crazy, I'm like, gotta go. But I feel like that's, I don't like to say that because it makes me sound so shallow and bad. But like, I just don't want ugly kids. <laughs> mm. I just really don't. But two cute people can have ugly kids. That's true. Yeah, because your beautiful features mix and it's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened, girl? Yeah, you I need to look like one or the other parent because. I really want a guy to DM us or something yeah, and respond that. to that because I also feel like people i ain't gonna say just men but i feel like people say they want peace but then they do the exact opposite you know what i mean exactly. so i i don't know 
That's what I'm saying. So much could go into this because then we could talk about like why people are so subjective to like they date what they see growing up. You know what I mean? So it's just this could be like a whole topic. We'll revisit. Maybe we'll revisit this like if we have a male guest. Yes, I think yes. we need some time for a male guest. It is. Yeah. Okay, so this next post is relationship red flags you need to watch out for, but this is about your signs. Like so, Zodiac? Yeah. Oh. I'm a read ours. Interesting. All right, so for Gemini, which is me, it says they don't communicate their feelings. It says, curious by nature, you're always so small. You're always <laughs> chatting up a variety of people to learn everything about everything. Um,. Oh, your tendencies to make you one of the best communicators in the Zodiac. You're easily able to express your feelings and have discussions with anyone about anything, especially when it comes to your relationships. You're always open and honest, so you can't be with someone who isn't willing to talk it out. It'll only frustrate you to no avail. So wait, is red flags? A red flag for my sign is someone who doesn't communicate. Mm-hmm. Oh, like in other people. Yes. Got it. Okay. Got it. So cancer. It says they constantly make fun of you. You're incredibly sensitive. You ex- you experience a variety of emotions throughout the day, but you keep them hidden from everyone around you. You prefer to deal with them on your own time. The one red flag you need to watch out for is someone who constantly pokes fun at you. Though it might not seem serious to your partner, it makes you feel upset. Um, if they can't sympathize with your delicacy, wave goodbye. Hmm. I feel like that's accurate. Hmm. All right. And then Sagittarius, which is Brandy, says they always need to check in with you. You're not scared to do your own thing while others may follow the usual path. You prefer the road less traveled. One thing you desperately need in a relationship is personal freedom. You're not one who needs to spend every waking moment with your partner as you as you never shy away from doing your own thing. While it may seem cute at first, being someone who constantly calls or texts you to see what's up is sure to irritate you later on. Clearly, clearly they don't trust you enough to give you some space. Interesting. I'm scared of this little post. They might know what they talk about. (laughs) I agree with mine. What about you? I agree with mine. Yeah. I'm like not a Zodiac person because I just, I don't believe in them for like a lot of reasons. But like when I reread and stuff or hear about them, I'm like, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's kind of accurate. I definitely need somebody that communicates because I'm a talker. I love to talk things out. The good, the big things, the small things, the good, the bad. So I need somebody that is equal yeah. when it comes yeah. to communication. So, Yeah. Mine's is pretty accurate. I don't want somebody to hover over me, like, the check-in, you know, hey, I'm good, is mm-hmm. good for oh, me. Yeah, it's enough. Yeah. But how do you handle situations where, like, there's someone who always wants to be up under me? Yeah. I think I'm one extreme or the next. Like, if I really like you, then I want you around. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't like you that much i don't really want you around I, like i said i do want my personal space like i told y'all we talked about it a bridge house mm-hmm. is ideal for me you have your space i have mine in a bridge mm-hmm. that puts us <laughs> we can meet in the middle um that actually sounds like a beautiful layout by the way but yeah I, i'm in full support of a bridge house 
Um, I don't. I don't like men. Like I'm affectionate. Mm-hmm. Again, this is all based on somebody that I really like. Um, so I do like to cuddle and you know lay up and watch a movie. But I don't like men who like want to be baby. Like I don't want to cuddle you, and mm-hmm. I don't want to like hold you like I'm your mom. Like I'm just, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Weird story. There was a guy that I was seeing. This was like years ago, mm-hmm. and he would literally grown ass man would lay on me like <laughs> not lay on me like part of your body is on me like lay on me like it, and it freaked me <laughs> out you feel suffocated yeah like you're a big ass nigga like get off of me like <laughs> you know what i mean like but it was like that i want you to hold me like yeah stuff like that is kind of like uh, i don't know so like it can be extreme like mm. if I don't really care for you that much and you're all over me i'm kind of turned off by that yeah but again if i like you then come here come love me but yeah mm-hmm. but i definitely don't want somebody that feel like they gotta you don't have to tell me your every single move mm-hmm. i don't want to have to tell you mine more than anything i just want to know that you're okay so like you know if you come up missing or some shit i'm gonna be like oh last time i talked to him he was here yeah. but yeah I had to learn how to, like, give people space. It's hard. Because Mm -hmm. for me, like, it's not that I can't. But for me, like, when someone is, like, standoffish or they don't really want to be bothered, to me, it comes off as, like, damn, did I do something wrong? Is that a problem? But that's my own issue. Yeah. So, like, I'll be trying to learn how to, like, realize that space is okay. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's something negative. Yeah. So. I think a healthy balance of anything is like ideal for me. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. So this is normalized saying okay instead of arguing. Do you think this mindset is okay or is it dismissive? I think it's situational. Because if it's something that like is just a petty ass argument over like who who's gonna take out the trash. That's a lie because the man is. Um, if it's a petty ass <laughs> argument, like you want some cheese on your shit, bro. All right, do what you want. But if it's something that like is really bothering your partner or needs to be talked about, you can say let's let's discuss this later because I'm not in the headspace. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to talk about it in the moment, but to just say okay and never revisit it is just going to be brought up. Yeah. The next time and the next time and the next time. So I think people should normalize asking, hey, do you have the mental capacity for me to bring this to you right now? Mm -hmm. And if they say no, okay, cool. Do you mind if we talk about it when you do? Yeah, sure. Cool. Great. Talk to you then. Otherwise, if y'all both have the mental capacity in the moment, yes, we can discuss this. And if it gets too heavy where they don't, just say, I need to step away from this conversation for a minute, but we will finish it. Like you have to, there's something I learned in therapy. You have to agree even outside of relationships, this is like friendships too. If you're going to dismiss a conversation, both parties have to agree to talk about it later and actually do it. Mm. Not, well, let's talk about this later. And then you guys just never do. Yeah. Like, even if you're arguing with a girlfriend, like they pissed you off, they did something like, if you need a second from them, like, let's just talk about this later. Y'all both have to agree. Okay. We'll talk about it later when we calm down. Yeah. So I don't think people should just say, okay, and just leave it at that. I think it's healthy coming from, a therapy standpoint, I think it's healthy to discuss what you need to in a better circumstance. Hmm. When I first saw it, it, I really felt like it was very dismissive, but I think it's just because of like certain people that I may have dealt with were like, <clears throat> I could like send 
a message in detail explaining how I feel or how you made me feel or whatever. And a person would just say, okay. And I'm just like, I actually like three questions in this paragraph. So rude. Why would you not respond? Right. Acknowledge what I said. It's fine. That I have an issue. Yeah. With. That's a problem. Like that, that is dismissive and kind of abusive. Yeah. Um, I think it depends for me. A lot of times when I'm saying, okay, I am being dismissive. I'm yeah. gonna just be completely honest. Exactly. I'm being dismissive. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. just be completely honest. Like, I've had like heated moments with people where I'm kind of like halfway through the argument, and I'm like, I don't honestly give a fuck about this shit. So it's just I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. Um, other times I'll say okay because in a situation like where you said when somebody like is explaining A B C and D. Mm-hmm. I just say okay because I don't really have anything else to say. I'm not really dismissing dismissing it, but it's just like okay, I understand. But in moments like that, I try to give a little bit more than okay. Like okay, right. I understand what you're saying. I don't really have a response for it right now, mm-hmm. but I I get it. Um, but do you do that to people that you really don't care about, or do it to everybody? Um, not really. People see. I think you got to know how to deal with who you dealing with in the moment. Like if I know that okay is going to trigger you, then I'm not going to give you the okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to be like, okay, I understand what you're saying. Let's circle back. Or or I'm going to just simply tell you like, I don't have a response for it right now. Yeah. Um, If it's somebody that I don't care about, I think, or I don't care about the situation that we arguing mm-hmm. about. I think they know when I'm being dismissive, like, okay, you know, yeah. whatever. Um. And then sometimes, okay, it's just an acknowledgement. Like, I'd rather not just leave your message or leave what you said mm-hmm. altogether. So it's just like, okay. You know what I mean? But I'm starting to realize, like, especially through, like, text messages and certain things like that, like, I can't. It's hard for me to just lie. Like, so some somebody might say something, and I don't necessarily feel the same way about how they say it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't bring myself to type some mess. Like, like, how people talk about, like, that whole I miss you thing. Like... If I don't miss you, I'm not going to say it back. You know, I'll be like, oh, really? You know, like stuff like that. So I think it just it depends. But it can be triggering for people to be like, you know, OK, like very triggering to me. So I don't I don't think we should necessarily normalize just the flat out. Um, OK, I think there needs to be a little bit more elaborating to that. Like, hey, um, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think. You know, yeah. can we circle back or whatever the case may be? That's the thing for me because it's like, I feel like when people say just okay, that means you don't give a fuck about what I'm saying. You didn't even read what I said. Yeah. And you don't care about the conversation. Because if you did, then you would respond back to what I said. Or, like y'all both said, if you don't have anything to say, just say okay. I, I don't have anything to say in the moment. Like, yeah. Yeah. don't just okay me and then leave it at that. Yeah. And so, then I'm also not one to like have a long, drawn out conversation through text. Yeah, so, that's true. I would rather not either, but there are certain people that I know that don't. It has wanna, to be like it that. It has yeah. to be like that. So it was like, I'm forced to. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so I was reading this thread on Twitter, and basically, this mom was. Um, hold on. Okay, there was this mom having a conversation with her son, and he basically was asking her, like, where she at or whatever. And um, I think she lied about where she was, and he had her location, and she forgot. So he was like, 
He was like, where are you going? And he was like, never mind, you're at the bar. And she was like, no, I'm not. He said, well, what is Dermar Detroit? And then she stopped sharing her location <laughs> with him. So there were people in the comments who were basically saying like, um, she was wrong for lying to him about where she was and basically saying like, um, you shouldn't lie to your kids about where you are, blah, 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 blah. And I don't think it was anything wrong about her lying because your kids don't need to be in your business like that. I was going to say, I ain't got no babies, but if I am somewhere enjoying my time where I feel like it's not even kid friendly, why am I going to go tell my kid about it? Yeah. I can't bring my child into the bar. I can tell them my general area. Yeah. So if something happens to me, they can go, oh, my mom was at Easton. That's all I know. And she was next to this. But I'm... If it's not even kid friendly, why am I gonna be like, yeah, mama going out to the club tonight? She going to the bar, like you want camp, like the kid can't go. Can I come? And you go, yeah. Um, so I think I don't know because I don't have kids, but I think I would give them a general idea, like you know, mommy's going to Easton to go, you know, be with her girls. I'll be back in a few. Like, but you don't need to know that I'm really taking shots after shots right. in Adobe. Fuck. Yeah, people are saying that she's calling trust issues with her son by lying and um But I don't I don't even think she lied, she just took the location off. Yeah. She didn't lie. She's just like relax. Well she said no or he said, Never mind, you're um you're at the bar. She said, No, I'm not. And he oh. was like, Then what is blah 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 blah? She said, What are you talking about? Then she stopped sharing her location. And he said, You're right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> so mommy, you might not be in there, but you definitely your God I is thought like, that was hilarious because my son is all up in my I business. I know he is. Royce, oh my God. I know girl. He, is. he be all in my business. Yep. I was trying on my vacation outfits for my sister, and he's like, "Why are you wearing that? You showing too much skin." I'm like, "Boy, you're not my dad, okay?" <laughs> but you know, you're gonna be protective. He is very protective. Speaking of, I need to take him to a game soon. Talk about that later. Uh, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I get what y'all like. People, y'all just too woke for me. Like, causing trust issues. First of all, kids need to stay in kids' place. Yeah, I don't right. know how old that that kid is, but. Mm-hmm. If I'm at the bar, I'm grown. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, and then to be like, no, you're not. You're at the. I'll smack you. Like, <laughs> how about that? Come up yeah. here, and I'll smack you. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. Y'all too woke for me. No, I agree. I think, like you said, kids need to stay in kids' place. Why don't you worry about when Cloudy of Chance Meatballs comes on at eight? You should sit down and <laughs> yeah. Especially if that's like a, a younger kid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't like that. Yeah. Um. And I mean, hopefully, somebody knows where she's at. You know what I mean? Mind your business. Right. Y'all be giving I'm kids too much freedom. It's the social media. That's what makes them so, like, entitled to all this type of shit. Like, when kids have access to the internet, like, and I saw it in my own sister, young, when they have access to the internet, they think they should have access to every fucking thing else on this planet. Mm-hmm. Sit down and shut the fuck up. How about that? I have a friend who, um, went out of town and, um, her son got mad because she was out of town and so was his dad. He felt like he didn't need to go to school because his parents was out of town. Mm. <laughs> like, okay, fuck. Like, <laughs> don't retaliate like that, sir. <laughs> now you're playing with yourself. <laughs> like, kids today, they they get out of line sometimes. Like, yeah. you are a child. Like, mm-hmm. let's remember that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think they're entitled to a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Because the more they're exposed to, the more they think that they're grown and can make decisions like an adult. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> what, what a time. Yeah. Let's go back to cord cord phones on a wall <laughs> and you need a message. Hey, when uh, so-and-so gets back home, can they call me? Like, go play in the street, bro. Right. I don't mean to get hit. I mean, like, to enjoy the outside world. <laughs> My kids hate playing outside. They be outside for five minutes, come in, go back out, come in. I'm like, stay out there. They be like, I'm so bored. Go play the ball. Go outside. Go Damn. play ring toss well, with what each other. What happened to playing outside? I mean, I was was say, have y'all seen that post where it's like, y'all couldn't get us to come in the house? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm weak okay so this says if we if we're not married why would I give a child I care for nine months your last name I've seen this and a girl says if we're not married it's my child and I don't have to give my child that I carry for nine months the last name of a man who ain't my husband he's just a father and there's no long ties to him even if we were married I don't need to give my kid my husband's last name it's 2021 I don't like that she kept saying my child my child my child that's not just your child right like and what if a man was like okay if that's your kid then I'm not doing shit then you will be salty bitches is crazy they're crazy <laughs> like what you girl what you mean like what the fuck are you talking about i would cuss her the fuck out if i okay. was a nigga first of all let's be proactive how about you not get pregnant let's start there okay. start there yeah if you're gonna do all that my yeah. child and there's no long ties like girl that's your kid's dad like get the fuck on girl y'all. i do understand the only okay so i know i've probably said this previously talking about kids and last names or whatever but i feel like my kids they have two dads i hate admitting that but whatever and one has their dad's last name the other one doesn't but i did that based on the role that their father played in their life yes like my oldest son he does not have his dad's last name because his dad was not present the other one, he has his dad's last name because his dad was present, still is present to this day, and I feel like he deserved it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm losing out by giving my child their dad's last name. Right. Yeah. Like, it's it's a last name. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's fine. I was Googling, like, the reasons for why people, like, decided to do that. Um, and I'll read this briefly, but I want to touch on it first. I agree. I think for me, if that happened to me, I would, I think I would almost always give the kid the father's last name, but I agree to your point also almost neck and neck of like, if they're not present, Mm -hmm. kiss my ass. If you're not active, you don't give a shit. No. Um, but in the same breath, it's like you said, I'm not loot. Like it's not a win lose if they have, it's a last name. Yeah. Like, and if I don't give nobody last name Vanderbilt because my brother ain't having kids, that's the end of the Vanderbilt's. But I'm not mad about that. It's fine. We don't need no more because they're crazy. Um, but no, I kind of agree with yours in the sense of like, if I'm not married, I would do it based on like, if the father's active. Um, and she was like, even if they are married, I, would, I wouldn't I would do that. Personally, I would because I'm about to take his last name. I- not, what the fuck do I, I look why like? Why would I marry somebody that I don't want to give my kid right. their last name? That makes no That's sense weird. to me. Both of y'all are Smiths and your child's last name is Watson. That's really I'm confused. Weird. Are you going to do that with all of yours? Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but this is so-and-so Watson. Are they adopted? No, this is our blood child that we had 
married. That's so weird. Why is their last name Watson? I told y'all bitches is stupid. They are. I have my dad's last name. My dad is very shitty, but my mom's maiden last name is ugly as fuck, so I'm not mad <laughs> yeah. at him. But my mom was forced to name me after my dad. Oh, really? Yeah. He, now, I know people yeah. who are, you know, religiously... If y'all not married, some women are in between on giving the child the father's last name. But like you said, it's the level of involvement mm-hmm. for me. And, it, you know, that's just that. I like agree. my mom kept her ex-husband's last name because, of course, she had my sister. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, you know, she said she just didn't want to be Cooper. And my sister's last name is Jones. Mm-hmm. But my her and my father were not married, but she gave me my father's last name. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it don't. Well, my, see, that's a good point. My parents were, I think they were together for like seven years. They divorced when I was three. Um, and my mom had the last name Vander Mullen until about seven years ago when she got married to my brother's father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she just kept it. Like they had Armand, which I love. It's a French last name. That's slavery. Oops. I hate it. Um, but I loved the name Armand because it was just like, like my whole entire family down South is Armand. They're Slade or Armand. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. And um, she kept Vandermore because she's like, why not? It's not a bit. And they had a messy divorce and she still wasn't like, I'm going to change it back because I hate you. Like, she's like, it's a, again, it's a last name. Yeah. It's literally a last name. Yeah. Like, my mom still has her ex husband's yeah. last name. Because who wants. Okay. And my grandma did the same thing. Yeah. She was married to my step grandpa for not a long time. And she, to this day, has Davis. Her last name is Armand. Now that I think about it, my grandma still has yeah. my grandpa's last name. And yeah. he has a whole new wife. Yeah. yeah. And it's like messy divorce or not. First of all, you got to think about all the shit that you've transferred to that married last name. Mm-hmm. Now you have to untransfer all that shit. And it's just a last name. That's I don't it. know, though. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> what, you being married and then the wife has... Yes! Like, like bitch, you know? her name back. <laughs> Our name. I hate you. Okay, wait, but my man does have a distinct last name. So if, he, if she was... What, <laughs> they gonna know you related because <laughs> I only heard this last name once in my entire life. Give it back, bitch. Give it back. Your kids gonna give it back too. Fuck. It's like, I don't know. I'm weak. I do agree though. Like, it's a last name. Calm down. Yeah. Legally change it to not even your maiden name. Go change it to Flower Bomb because you're bored. <laughs> Flower like, Bomb. It's fine. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Do I want to read this? <laughs> Psych. Okay, so this topic is therapy and heartbreak. So my good sis Kara J says you be thinking you need a new relationship, and the whole time you need therapy. Sorry, can we stop for a minute? <laughs> what? My good sis, because <laughs> she is a good sis. She knows she's talking about. All the good okay, posts. I'm about to, can we hang out? <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Um. And okay, so someone else says, seeing the comments, and yes, therapy is accessible and it's unfair. Oh, inaccessible. Sorry. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? what the fuck? Uh, wait, therapy is inaccessible and it's unfair? So really okay. And it says, but rather than discrediting the practice and placing that job on someone who isn't qualified, we should instead push for accessibility and ensure everyone who needs therapy can receive quality care. Um, psychology fun fact heartbreak is far more um ins- what how do you say this word insidious yes 
already is far more than we realize. Studies have shown that I'm so retarded. Studies have shown that heartbreak <laughs> activates um, the same mechanisms in our brain that will be activated in an addict going through withdrawal. Our mind will idealize a person in order to feed our addiction. Hmm. This psychologist once said that heartbreak is not a journey, it's a fight. Every time you think of their smile, search up their social media, or replay the greatest hits in your relationship, it's equivalent it's equivalent to an addict giving in to their vice for temporary comfort. Mm. Heartbreak shares all the hallmarks of traditional loss slash grief. Intrusive thoughts being a major one. It's a psychological injury. To combat this, you must follow one simple rule. Do not trust what your mind tells you. He or she wasn't perfect. And it's not the last time you'll love. Before I mute, this thread isn't to deter you from love. Done properly, it's magic in its purest form. Fear shouldn't dictate your chance to experience it. Live in love without counting the cost. A life in this safety of cage is no life at all. Best of luck to you all. Hmm. So stay single and get therapy, as someone said. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like it. I didn't know that... Um. Um, heartbreak was equivalent to addict going through withdrawals. It makes sense. That's why I yeah. feel so terrible. That I think that's what scares me. Like when I'm in a serious situation and I feel like I need to leave, but I don't because I know how bad a heartbreak. And I remember you mm-hmm. Kim tweeting something. It was like losing someone that is still here is is almost as hard as grieving somebody that's gone. Yeah, yeah. Because it really is because in a, and I talked to my therapist about this and she said it's it's the idea of like that person has passed to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the version you thought of them. And she also said, and I wanted to speak to this, so I'm glad you said that it's a segue into this. She said the person you thought they were or the person that you've idealized is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said a lot of times that you can like paint this person perfect person in your head and it's like but that's not who they are anymore or that's not who they're choosing to be so like you have this idea of somebody and she was like you can be in you can be in love with the idea of somebody and that's not even who they are Hmm. and it maybe it's because they showed it to you for x amount of time and then they had this switch up and you're still in love with the idea of what they were or say you're going through the phase before you guys date you guys start dating and you realize what the fuck this is not the same as when we were like, you know, just casually dating. And it's because you were in love with the idea of that casual dater. Mm -hmm. But now that when they have something serious and they don't want to commit or, you know, they have this issue, that issue, this issue, you're, it's hard to get beyond that. Um, And it was something else she said about, um, let me see. I think it was a psychologist part. Um, My therapist also said that like healing isn't a, which I think we've talked about this before it's a marathon not like you know not like a quick like i just gotta get it done like it's not a sprint like it takes time and it's something that is like she always talks about practicing things like you're not always going to be 100 percent. it could take i mean you could be fine for x amount of weeks months years and it takes one thing she told me this personally on her end she her mom had passed a few months ago because of covid and she said all the things that her brother said and did to her as a kid she thought she was over with until 20 years later yeah Mm -hmm. 20 years later her brother and dad are trying to figure out what to do with her mom's stuff and the same shit came right back up 
So you're never completely like, oh, I'm fine. I'll never deal with that again. Mm-hmm. So it's it's about practicing those things that you yeah. learn. You know what I mean? So, but that's just like an alcohol alcoholic or an addict. They yeah. could be you know sober for 20, 30 years, years, and something could set them off, and yep. they drink. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? So it is. But I, heartbreak is definitely like a trauma to the body. Yeah, you know what I mean, like a car accident. Essentially, um, you know how like. I got in a car accident once in the rain, and now I'm nervous about driving in the rain. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think it's the same response after a heartbreak. You're nervous about being in a relationship where you see those little certain things that remind you of something, and you like, mm, mm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I definitely think that whether you go to therapy or not behind it, I definitely think that if you do um, find yourself dealing with a heartbreak, you need to take time. To kind of process that Like I know I've been in a space Where like I just try to Hurry up and get through Whatever I'm feeling And mm-hmm. not really acknowledge it um, Or you know People like to just jump From a person to a person And it's just like You gotta sit with yourself mm-hmm. And your emotions And check in And really like Sort out the entire picture Of what it was and process that you know mm-hmm. what I mean because like I said again it's a it's a trauma to the body yeah um and that, that it just doesn't go away overnight so yeah. my therapist talked about that too she was like you literally have to feel these emotions because if you don't they're gonna hit you later down the road that happened to me because yeah. I'm on go 24 7 like event after event after event after event and there was so much shit during the pandemic that I realized that I never dealt with yeah. and it was shit that happened like six months prior a year prior and i literally cried for like a week straight because i was like damn i have nothing to do other than the gym but to feel my shit all day every day and think about things over and over and over again because i'm not allowed to see anybody i have to stay by myself so all i could do is go to the gym come home and literally sit there in my thoughts in my head all day every day and it was like a week straight of me just crying off and on because I'm like, damn, I really never dealt with like the friendships I lost, the people I lost, like all this type of shit. And I was like, wow, like, but after that week, I was fine. Mm-hmm. I was fine. Yeah. Because it took me like literally that long to process shit that I just never like. I would be sad about it and cry about it for a day, but girl, you got to get up for work and mm-hmm. go perform for eight hours. And then when you get off of work, you got to go perform for your clients for two hours. And then when you're done, you got to go do your homework for another two eat go to sleep yeah so i would cry you'll like have maybe, time to feel that yeah maybe i would cry if i'm in the shower or, or if it was a weekend and i was like you know watching a movie and then i had timed it like while i was cooking or some shit but i never had time to like damn bro like you never felt this shit yeah so definitely like you have to go through your emotions and i've said this before on the show i think it's very important in between partners to take your time i give myself personally a year Anybody else is different. I mean, you you know, it's just different what your time frame is. But I give myself personally a year and then I reevaluate myself in that year. If I'm not cool, it just goes month by month from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely believe in taking your time after grieving somebody like physically or emotionally. Yeah. 100%. You 100%. know, this is kind of unrelated, but I was having this conversation with Ashley. Um, it's, it's tricky because I feel like the more aware you become and in tune with your emotions it's almost crippling because you find yourself wanting to extend grace to other people because you realize that their shit is because of something else going yeah. on you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's the and, and it's the idealizing somebody for 
who you thought they were, who they could be versus what they're actually showing you. Yes. Like that Um, potential. Yeah. You're loving them for their potential, but it's like... Yeah. And not even only that, it's because like you've done your work. So you Mm -hmm. see what the result is of you doing your work and it's like, okay, you haven't. So I can understand why you're like this. But if you could just get there, then you're there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, And I, you know, I was telling a friend, I'm like, you, you really have to look at what a person shows you. And I know that I'm the type to where like, I like to hold on to the good things. Like mm-hmm. I'll, re- I'll replace certain conversations or certain scenarios that may have mm-hmm. happened with somebody on, in my mind. And that's enough for me to kind of like hold a little glimmer of hope for them. Yeah. And, but it's like, if again, if you lay all of the pieces out on the table and I'm looking at what you've shown me, what is the consistency here? Right. You know right. what I mean? So it's it's tricky. That, it's that so therapy tricky. thing is tricky. Uh, I know. <laughs> I feel like this, I've done the same things. Like I stayed around people because I can see their potential or because like you said, I understand, you know, once they get to a certain place, they will be a better person. But it's like, but then when I think about my own journey, only I got me to that point. Nobody else. When other people was telling me, do this, do that. And I'm like, fuck you. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Like, I'm this way. Leave me alone. So it's just like, you can't really help other people get to that point. Yeah. But I was going to make another point, but I can't remember. And it also with that that heartbreaks that like it's a lot because you realize like that's why I said it's it's good to take and like Kim said it's good to take time in between partners and situations and all of that mm-hmm. because I realize like as women we put a lot of shit on men you know <laughs> what I mean like facts we do and somehow never really recognize the shit that we be doing like i really had to come to terms with myself like bro like you you can't get mad at somebody for whatever they doing because at the end of the day you really using this person like you're using them for whatever you want to use them for and it's it's for your own benefit like it's it's a selfishness you know Mm -hmm. what i mean that i really had to like come to terms with like okay do i really like you or you know do i kind of like you or do i love this person or do i not love this person or am i actually just using this person Mm -hmm. and we don't we don't do that (laughs) (laughs) we don't we don't do that ladies so we gotta like i said you literally gotta take inventory of things and really lay it out and look at it and figure out what it is and then go from there but Heartbreak is real. It, it is, is real. Heartbreak anniversary. <laughs> oh. Heartbreak hotel. That's what I thought about. Y'all know Whitney. <laughs> Ooh, she's so Ooh. I'm weak. Okay. This next thread is about um what or someone who's been mentally abused may dot 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 constantly constantly apologize, break down during small disagreements. Need a lot of reassurance, struggle to put their guard down, be hypersensitive to criticism, hide their feelings, and feel like they're not enough. I thought about myself when I read this. I'm going to say this was me in a thread, and that's why I put it on here, because... No, I want to cry. Stop. uh, This is sad. It's not sad. It's just, just like, (sighs) realizing that um, you've been through some shit, and it's okay, and you're not alone. Read the comments. I didn't read um, the comments. But yeah, just I put this on here because I mean Is it really negative to need to want reassurance? Is that no, a bad thing? No, no, no. This is literally just saying like 
because you've been mentally abused, these are the things that help you not stay in that mindset, if that makes sense. This made me emotional. I don't like it. Stop. I don't think reassurance is a bad thing. No. Like I said, I think everything is just a healthy balance. Like, I don't think anybody wants to have to constantly say, like, hey, I still love you. (laughs) (laughs) I still think you're beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody wants to do that all day, every day with somebody. Uh, I mean... (laughs) Now, okay. annoying. now, considering there may be some people who need that all day, every day. And if you're somebody that's willing to give that, then that's cool. You know what I mean? Um, I think everything is a healthy balance. But um, mental abuse is real. I was listening to um, a podcast and they was talking about internal dialogue. And I didn't realize that not everybody has a voice, like an in, a inside a voice in their head talking mm-hmm. to them. Um, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, not everybody has it. Um and everybody's comes out different. And sometimes it looks like self-sabotage um, where like you just constantly tell yourself everything negative. Um, and they were saying how like it's a result of like how your parents talk to you um, mm-hmm. as a child. It was really interesting because me and Ashley was talking about She's like, you ever notice how Brandon, I'll tell Brandon to do something and he'll go and he'll repeat what I said to do a couple of times to himself. Like, okay, mommy said, go do this and tell Bubby to do this. And it'll be like, get your shoes, tell Bubby to clean up or something like that. (laughs) Uh And that's how that internal voice builds. Mm -hmm. It was so crazy. So to the, the mental abuse, like, I think you have to break down like where did like how you were talked to as a child you know, how people talk to you now and then how you talk to yourself. I definitely agree with that. And that actually is a therapy point. But you should be a therapist. Oh my God. Oh my it, it, that is a therapy point, though, because when you start to realize why people react the way that they do, I've realized this with myself. Think about what your parents did because Dion will ask me, like, like in a nice, calm way, like, do you react that way because. Like, what is making you react that way? Mm-hmm. Like, he's not like, what the fuck is wrong with him? But he'll literally be like, just take a second. What do you think makes you react that way? And I'll sit there and think, and I'm like, to be honest, my mom, everything I would do, she would respond in this way. So when I'm having these feelings, it's because my entire childhood was spent, like, with her making me feel that way. So I'm reactive as if I'm, like, a kid again. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like how we talked about, like, how those emotions will come right back out. Um, but I'm realizing a lot, like a lot of it was that friendship that I talked about, um, that I always talk about after like 13 years, Shorty had to go every day of our friendship. Like she made me feel like I was doing something wrong every single day from the time I was 12 to like 23, 24. And I'm like, I can't imagine nobody would deal with that with a partner. So why would you deal with it with your friends? And I made me sit back and realize how my friendships have affected me in the sense of like feeling validated or feeling enough. Like she always made me feel like I was never doing enough or never doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I never even like connected it to her because everybody runs to their family or their relationships first. No, those are not the only people in your life. You have people very close to you that can manipulate you, not even on purpose yeah. or abuse you, not even on purpose. Yeah. Um, and that was an abusive friendship, like to always make me feel like I was, low and not even she didn't even realize it yeah her her favorite line when we all sat her down and told her like yo you got to do better you got to deal with what you got going on was what are you talking about 
Like, she genuinely was like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I never made you feel that way. And I'm like, yes, you did. And what's so crazy is that they were also talking about, like, once you realize certain things, it's like, how I see things is, is this is my world. And it's how I see it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily make it wrong. It's just my point of view. You have your own separate world of how you see things. And Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily wrong. Same with you. And it's just like, then you try to mesh that with another person. Realizing like, we are two totally different people who see things two totally different ways. So now I'm sitting here getting mad at you because what I think is common sense isn't common to you. But again, it's like you in your own little bubble, (laughs) in your own little space and on how things work for you. You know what I mean? And it's crazy. And you talk about that friend a lot. And you think you said 12 to 24. Like, those are key development stages in your brain. You know what I mean? Like, it's literally like a wiring of how your makeup is. And it's just crazy. But that, like, the mental abuse is is real. And it runs deep. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to explain to somebody what you were just saying. Like, just because I feel this way and you feel this way doesn't mean either one of us are right or either one of us is wrong. We have our own perspectives. So, in order for us to come together we have to view things from the other person's point of view it's yeah. not this is my way this is what i think blah 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 is how would this make you feel how do you view things you know what i'm saying like i yeah. think that's the issue people always want to be one-sided and view things from their perspective and not take the other person into consideration yeah that's just like the love language thing that we talk about like i may feel like I need to love you by buying you gifts, but the other person is like, you don't love me because you don't spend time with me. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think people need to start putting themselves in other people's shoes yeah. and things will be better. I love that you said that Dion like asked you like, well, why do you react this way? Like, why is this a thing for you? And like, it goes back. Right. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) He done, he's done his work. I like it. Um, But it makes me go back to, um, the daddy issues episode that Dario and I had, and I said, like, one of my bigger issues with people in, in general is offering to do something or saying that you're going to do something without me playing any involvement in that, and then you mm-hmm. don't show up for me. Yeah. Um, and that stems from my relationship with my father. You know what right. I mean? Um, so it's like, once you start connecting the dots, like I said, it's very, it's very tricky. Yeah, it really is getting to the core of things. And that's why I do appreciate that he does ask that instead of just like getting frustrated with me and being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like he literally was yeah. like, well, what makes you feel that way? Or what makes you feel like, where did that stem from? Like, even if it's something like that I'm triggered by, he's like, well, where did it start? So then I know, you know what I mean? Like where it came from and all that type of stuff. But it's it's just because he's done the mental work himself and I I told myself and God I would not involve myself with somebody again unless they've mentally taken care of themselves. And even when you have, of course you still fall short and mm-hmm. you still have, you know, you're you're still healing and growing, but I genuinely wanted to be with somebody that has taken initiative to give a shit about their mental health in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Okay. Well let's change the subject because I'm sad now. So. Okay. <sighs> well I love you. Love you too. No, you don't. I do. Okay. Like, that sad. was me needing validated from that. <laughs> if y'all need to that. She said, no, you don't. Just wanted to know. I will slap Kim for saying that. <laughs> <sighs> I don't even know where I'm at. The last two. Okay. So there was this post. Oh, it's not coming up. Uh, uh, I hate Instagram. Oh, I think this is the one that you said you were going to like. Anyways, now this is a different one. Basically, it was a thread basically saying how it's a sin for you to go to the club on Saturday and then get up and go to church on Sunday. I seen that. 
I can't she referenced um she referenced the scripture too and i don't remember off the top of my head what scripture it was but it was like the things that you shouldn't overly indulge in and again one of those things where it's very tricky because when you are breaking down scripture and rightly dividing the word as it says to do in the bible mm-hmm. you have to look at different versions you know king james is the first and the go-to but then you have to look at other versions to make sure that the message is consistent Mm -hmm. because there was a specific word that she that was mentioned in that scripture that she referenced referenced that i have not seen um so i i I actually want to go back and look at that now i think that um i think it's just something to be mindful of you know what i mean because it does like that once I started actually like going to church and reading my Bible and actually like building my relationship with um, the Holy Spirit, that whole like God knows my heart thing is a bunch of bullshit like uh, that people use as an excuse to do the BS that they do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I do. And when you are building your relationship with the Holy Spirit and getting into your word and learning about God and Jesus, it truly does change you from within so certain things about you you don't even want to do anymore Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's not because i read the bible and the bible said to do this it's like really you are you it's really you changing from the inside out you don't even care to do those things anymore um because you're evolving as a person so for me personally you know what i mean like if you want to go out and you want to drink and you want to hang out that's on you and who you believe in you know what i mean Mm -hmm. for me i don't overly indulge and i work in a club i'm gonna be completely honest but like i try to be mindful of what i'm doing while i'm there you know what i mean and maybe not necessarily on a saturday night when everybody's partying but i've invited the people that i work with to come to church or like we talk about god so like i try to take a little piece of jesus with me everywhere i go you know what (laughs) i mean so like i said when you are reading scripture it is very important to look at different versions and make sure that the message is consistent across the board because yeah. like I said, there was something that she said specifically. I was like, mm, I don't know if I've seen that in there, but I have to go back and look. Well, I will say to speak to this, like Jesus sees you acting up regardless. It's like he know, he know what you got going on. Um, but I agree. I am mindful, though, in the sense of like, even if I go to church or not, because obviously it's been virtual for a long time because of yeah. COVID. Going to church or not, I am mindful and I always make time for God, but. I try to be mindful anywhere I go, like not to act a fool or be, you know, crazy or if I enjoy a casual drink, not to let it take me to like, yeah. cause trust me, every, almost every time Belize is drunk, she fights and she cries <laughs> almost every time. So I'm trying, like, I be trying not to take myself, you know, yeah. but I just don't know how to drink. I be, it takes, I timed it once, which is sad. I'm about to be 26 years old. And I still don't know. Um, it takes me like an hour and a half to feel like a first shot or drink. So mm-hmm. like in that hour and a half, I'm like, come on, let's get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I turn into Belize and she acts out and I'm like, God wouldn't like that. And so see, I but try that's, to be. That's one of the things where like you have to settle within yourself. Yeah. What is your limit? Or if this is something that you should put down or not? I because I think it is true that the Holy Spirit will convict you. It's not going to yeah. condemn you. But there's certain things that like I don't have conviction about. You know what I mean? I'll do it and I won't feel bad about it. Yeah. Then there's things that the Holy Spirit be checking like, me like, girl, you know that ain't. You know what I mean? Like, 
And or if you don't want to call it the Holy Spirit, the universe, your crystals, whatever. I don't know. Your I don't care. Your ancestors. Yeah, your thing. ancestors. Like, I don't... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whatever. <laughs> I'm sick of that shit, bro. Dog. <sighs> Uh, the ancestor shit be if really I speak on all of that shit like I'm gonna have to get kicked off the podcast I, I was about just, to say I saw somebody say something right. like I'm about to eat some crab legs my ancestors gonna be so happy like what they literally don't give a shit <laughs> the world is completely different they don't care sorry they probably be like bitch leave me out of shit okay, eat. <laughs> eat your food and shut up shut up I ain't my food a piece eat and shut up but, um, oh wow um, I haven't really tapped into the whole Bible yet. So when I saw saw the post, I'm just kind of like, well, isn't it okay for us to like repent? Like if we feel like we was doing some wild shit the night before, what's wrong with going to church the next day and asking for forgiveness? The only thing that you have to be careful with is like you don't want to be in the club being like, I don't care because I'm about to repent tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like you don't want to be in there like, yeah. man, fuck this because I'm about to pray tomorrow. Yeah, like, if you, yeah. you have to wake up, <laughs> that ain't it. Yeah. You have that to wake it. up on Sunday and be like, damn, like, I really feel like whatever I did the night before was like probably not the best idea. But if you in the moment take a shot, like, girl, I don't care because I'm going to church and Jesus here to forgive me. And he's going to be re- like, repent, it means to turn away from. It doesn't mean to. I'm ask say I'm for sorry. Yeah, it means yeah. to yeah. turn yeah. away yeah. from. Yeah. And. That's Mom, Jesus, <laughs> But no, no. Why is he asking me? He'd be like, well, if I did something bad, like, will God forgive me while I go to hell? I'm like, just ask for forgiveness. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but he can't be like, he can't be he like, do stuff about the stab, yeah. bro, because it's I know God will forgive me. No, bro, no. Nah, it ain't like that. Yo, but my Woo! pastor, he used a really great example. He was like, think of, you know, think of that as, as like a spare tire. You don't want to get a flat, but it's there if you have it. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to purposely, yeah, like, you're not going to purposely go run over some glass because, you know, you got the spare tire. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I ain't shit. Because there's been plenty of times where I'm like, God, I promise if you give me this, I won't do it no more. Do it again. Ma'am, <laughs> it's okay. It's I need to go to church. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just you know, talk to God. He'll tell you what to do. But then, <laughs> not like. But then, it's, it's funny because then we'd be like, God, why you put me in these situations? And like, girl, I ain't had shit to do with that. Like, okay, okay, you played okay, yourself. Okay. You played yourself, sis. I tried, <laughs> and you played yourself. So you made your own bed, laying it. Shut up. So you're not supposed done? to overindulge <laughs> in drinking, right? You're it's not, not supposed to be abusive yeah. with it. Meaning, when you yeah. drink, you turn into like this horrible abusive person in the world like mm-hmm. beating people up shooting people <laughs> fucking with people's cars like cussing people out like you're not supposed to turn into like an evil like per- like you can casually drink and enjoy yeah. yourself but when it's even beyond alcohol when those when those worldly things become abused that's when you should repent and step away from them mm-hmm. like if every single time like and that's why i don't get drunk often because every single time it takes one person to say something crazy to me i'm like what is she what? Yeah. Like I got kicked out of BBR probably three months ago because somebody told my friend to shut the fuck up. It wasn't even to me, and I was like, all I heard her say was he told. Like she came up and was like, he told me to shut the fuck. I said, who? Who told you to shut the fuck? And next thing I remember, I was like being escorted out, and I was still trying to like. So I knew, like, girl, you gotta relax, like, yeah, because when you get taken to those levels, like, it's only when the worldly things get abused that when they're like, mm, maybe you should calm the fuck down, like. 
stop drinking, girl. Because. I agree with that. I've noticed that when I drink too much, I can get very aggressive. Yeah. So now I have to watch how. Yeah. yeah. Just just being conscious of it and knowing that like I got to do better. Yeah. You know. <sighs> Lord Jesus, it's too many rules for me. <sighs> I cannot stand you. It is a lot of rules. Okay, so the last topic is from Deion Sanders, and it's how to keep a woman happy. What's outside the house a lot more than you love inside the house. Mm. You got to love what's inside the house, not just what's outside the house. And sometimes we lose focus. We start loving what's outside the house instead of what's inside the house. Because that thing inside is very emotional, and we got to treat it as such. She'll tell you what she wants. She'll tell you what she needs. She'll tell you how to treat them. You just got to pay attention to the signs. But sometimes we're so busy being who we are, we miss the, the visual that she's giving us. And she's telling us. She's telling us every damn day. Like if a woman touches you on her shoulder, your shoulder, that means you want to be touched on love. Mm-hmm. Pay close attention to the signs. Because she usually gives what she wants. How many signs? Hey, what you do today? Right. She really wants you to say, Baby, what you do today? And we just missed it because we so consumed ourselves. We got to get out there, especially when they've been our biggest cheerleader. And you start hey. loving. Can I just say that I was hate? I hated that he ate through that entire. Thing. I know his. I was thinking the same thing. Like you're in an interview, so <laughs> you're in an interview, and you sound like you can't. Chew. But they're all eating. I think it was just the concept. I know, but don't. But that's do that. some old nigga. You know what? I'm tired of ripping running these streets. I'm gonna get my wife, and yeah. I'm gonna sit my ass down. Man, mindset, wisdom, and I'm here for it. Yeah, but it. one point that he did really make that was dead on. Like we will give the things that we want. Yeah. Yes. Um. And I do wish that men, or even if men do the same thing, I do wish that they would pay attention to that more because they don't seem to realize it until after it's not happening anymore. Um, That, you know, like he said, if I'm touching your shoulders because I want you to touch mine, you know what I mean? And... And if I ask how your day was, ask me how my day was. Yeah, don't just look at me, baby beats. It's, it's like the golden rule of kindergarten, though. Treat us how you want to be treated. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 this is another thing that my man talks about is, like, don't ask for what you're not willing to give. Mm. Like, if you no don't ask me, like, to make you dinner if you're not going to make me dinner. He can come on a show. That's I actually thought about that today, which is actually really weird. But yeah, I'll I'll talk to him about, like, so what would you talk about if you, you know, put a little <laughs> internet process because Kate treat special now. Got to treat everybody the same. That's what we talk about right now. But I agree with that. I think we've talked about this too in the sense of like a man being like the sole provider and we each had like our own opinions. But like don't ask a man for what you can't bring. You know what I mean? Like and vice versa. Don't ask a woman for what you're not willing to bring. I agree with that, but I feel like it's to an extent. Uh, 90% of me says yes to that. But Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I feel like in relationships, you have people who bring different things to the table. Right. So depending on what we may be talking about, there may be something that like I'm not the best at or something that I haven't learned how to do yet. Yeah. You might have to pick up where I lack in that. And and they should. Um, That part right there. And also show, you know what I mean? Show me. Um, or I may have to show you, like, you know, patience ain't one of yeah. my best things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to take somebody who's a little, probably a little bit more patient than I am. Because I'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, 
peace. Like I ain't doing this shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm gonna need somebody's gonna be like, no, bring your ass back in this house. You know what I mean? So I agree. It's the give and take, and that's literally what relationships are about: giving and taking with patience. Yeah. Like don't get frustrated because somebody doesn't understand or doesn't grasp it yet. Yeah. Like relationships are learning each other. You know what I mean? You have to learn what they like. What they have to learn what you like. Your strengths, your weaknesses, etc. So. Yeah, but he was right. He was right. Yeah, talk that shit, grandpapa. It's like, <laughs> folks. Yeah, I agree. I am very vocal about what I like and what I don't like. And if a person is just not listening, just because they don't care. Yeah. I agree. But then on the other hand, men just, they hear you, but they don't comprehend. Also, and it's just parent. like I don't understand it. Like I'm telling you, this is what I want. Why are you not doing it? <laughs> <laughs> if they're they just want to, they will. They're just different people, man. Yeah. So I think of I think a lot of it though is choice. Though, like you just don't want to. Yeah, um, yeah. I think to some level is you don't know how to. Like I'm I'm really starting to realize that somebody not knowing how to do something that's a thing is a real a thing. thing. But if you really care, you, you're going to try. That's, that's my true. thing. So it's just like, you may not know how to. There's a lot of things that I don't know how to, but I'm trying. Like, I may not get it right all the time, but I'm going to try because I know that's what you need. Yeah. So. You got what I need. <laughs> you say you just bring all this shit tricky. It, it really is. That's all right, dog. We're going to figure it out one day. But we're then, not. That's and, the thing. Until then, <laughs> fuck these hoes past the week. You know what I was thinking the other day? Cause somebody has said something like, "We be taking life too serious, then we all gonna die." And I was like, "Damn, that's for that's facts, really though. living um, to die. That's yeah. really crazy to me." Yeah, like when you stress over shit or like can't get beyond shit, like bro, you could literally die tomorrow and it will not matter. Yeah, nothing about that will matter. I'm learning that, like as I'm starting to get older, like none of this shit matters for real. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like absolutely none of this shit matters <laughs> yeah it's really been making me reevaluate everything in my life yeah i'm just like damn do i really need to be married i'm not trying to do be I funny really but need to finish like, school <laughs> when i when i die my house means absolutely nothing i could die today and nobody would get it because i don't have children and i'm not married it means nothing like and it, you, when you start thinking about that shit you're like why did i just work so hard to obtain this yeah and i could die tomorrow and it means nothing I think that's why it's important to like you have to figure out what you want to leave here when you're gone. You know what I mean? Like for me, I know that my mission is to try to do as best as I can, try to be a light to people. You know what I mean? Like I want people to be like, you know, Brandy was cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's it. Because again, none of this shit matters. Like it really don't matter. You work hard, you obtain things. That's cool, but you can't be attached to those things. Like just how like people like. They're titled. They're they're very attached to their accolades and what they've accomplished. And I'm a doctor, and I've bought the house, and mm-hmm. I've gotten this, and I've gotten that. And again, strip all of that away. Yeah, who are happy. you? Yeah, like I, who can who are you without all of those things? Tell mm-hmm. me who you are. You know what I mean? So it's really wild because I feel like knowing all of this thing, all of the things I know now. If I could go back, I really would not have children because I really don't want. To, I can't imagine me dying and my children are grieving. Like, I don't want my kids to feel that pain. Yeah. I know. It's sad. Yo, that's a real thing me and my friends talk about actually more often now because our parents are getting older. Like, they probably have had more life behind them than they do mm-hmm. and than they do in front of them. And just the idea of it almost brings me to tears because it's like, damn, like, 
You know what I mean? Like spend as much time as you can with people mm-hmm. because you just honestly do not know. I do not want to end the, the show like this, guys. Now I'm getting sad again. I looked at Daryl like she's about to cry. So sad. Um, but I, I honestly think that what it, it comes down to, again, and this is for me, is try to live happy. Try to live at peace. Be a light to as many people as you can. And you just can't regret things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just a journey that's why when you was like one day we're gonna figure it out no we not because okay, as soon as you figure way. out as soon as you mm-hmm. figure out something you gonna have something else to figure mm-hmm. out like but you gotta be happy that's why i said i be we talk about all the time like that shit don't make you happy good the fuck <laughs> whatever it get is get the fuck out whatever it is tomorrow, if it don't make you happy slap where we go slap <laughs> slap mm, that's deep very good show, ladies. All right, we got to end the I show have no words. better because Daria about to cry. So sad, y'all. I'm sad. Oh, sorry, I'm emotional today. It's Just, okay. Me too. I, I cried because I had a lot going on today with my freaking job and school, so it's okay. Sometimes you need healthy cries. Yeah. Know. And I felt like I needed one, so I just was like, I saved my life. I don't know what to do. <laughs> do y'all watch Pose? No, wow. I heard it's good, but I haven't started. I tell you, I sat on my couch Friday night, like shirt over my face, boohooing. Oh, oh my god, that is it good? Oh, it's such a good show. It's beautifully written. So it's about um the gay and transgender community in like the late eighties to the mid nineties. So like mm-hmm. right at the height of the AIDS pandemic and all of that. But when I tell you, like the way they have written this show, it's just so full of love, like. It's just it's amazing, and so it ended. the The show ended this season, and so I finished out the season. I literally just cried. I'm just like, wow! It gives you a different perspective and um, to life because I feel like people who are considered different mm-hmm. in this world really have a better understanding of how we all should live mm-hmm. because in some form or fashion they're discriminated against you know whether it be the gay and transgender community or black people or whatever people who just have a different experience and so i just was like dang like what's it on it's on fx oh Um, and it on netflix too yeah they got season one and two on netflix i think and it's only three seasons but i was just like that's why i said like yo when i check out of here i just want people to be like yo Brandy was all right. Like she wasn't too bad. When you say that is uh, Beyonce's song, I was here. (laughs) I I love. I was here. Talk about it, talk about it. Um, but yeah, Dario, don't be sad. Mentally still be in Jamaica. That's what I said ever since I came back from vacation. I'm mentally still on the beach. Don't be sad. Jamaica was great, but it was that also made me sad too. Okay. I can't tell y'all out here. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's These were topics that I needed. Yeah, so. I tell you, healing is a marathon. <sighs> I'm just thinking about how like I'm 31 and like I'm only getting older and I don't want to die. Well, just but on the flip side, <laughs> think about the blessing that you made it to 31. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's just too many people in this world dropping like flies. That's true. So That's just true. be... Yeah. I'm about to celebrate my dog, man, man. Shout out to him this Saturday. So just, you know, be grateful. You know, okay. it's hard. He, you know, I'm sure people that pass would rather be dealing with if they want steak or chicken for dinner. <laughs> you know, 
Yo, I was watching The Preacher's Wife while I was on vacation. And Denzel Washington was so happy when he got back down to earth. He was like, I've been waiting for okay, this moment. I'm saying, like, I'm a child. Earth is so ghetto. When I die, I just want to be at peace. Because this little piece of hair got one. That's so ghetto. Okay, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch y'all in a week or two. Yeah. I think we we'll see. Because yeah. all of us is booked and busy and catch okay. flights. So. But we finna be on there. <laughs> the show, not the flight, but both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you later. Bye.